we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. Okay, I don't know. Don't, don't ever so bring so you guys around me. Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, I would have wrote it. I'm not really sure what I've done to you, Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Hot and Bravo podcast on the Buttered Pop Network. My name is Eddie Estrada. I'm here with my co-host, Armin. Armin, what's up? Nothing much. I'm missing you here in studio, though. I know. Yeah, I'm a busy boy this week, so I'm having to do a call-in. But that won't keep me from talking about Real Housewives of New York and the, the Morgans. I mean, I just want to cry about the Morgans and the Morgan name. We need a Morgan spinoff. Called the Morgan the Zone. Wow. <laughs> that was, Sonia was on one. This was vintage unhinged Sonia that we haven't really seen in a while. It's been a long time. It's been a very long time, but I was very happy to see it. But before we get into all of that, because we have so many things to say, we just want to remind everyone how you guys can make sure you don't miss a single New York recap, a single Beverly Hills recap, Vanderpump Rules, Summer House, all the Bravo that you love, Project Runway. It's all there. You can just subscribe on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. And if you want to live tweet Real Housewives of New York with us each week, or you want to check out our amazing Instagram, you guys can search us by looking for Hot in Bravo. That's H-O-T-N-B-R-A-V-O-D. Now, enough with that, because we need to talk about our ladies in the Big Apple. Proving why it's the best Real Housewives franchise on Bravo. Literally every week, even if like nothing really major is happening, I'm enjoying watching the New York ladies because they're just so much fun. Yeah, they always at least bring the comedic element. And then you get an episode like this, which has batshit crazy. It has drama. It has pretentious Lou. It has it's Bethany's wit. It has everything. It just gives you everything and more. It's peak housewives. This has been a, an amazing season so far. I think it's been a fun season. I I mean, I think there's been better seasons, but I'm I'm having fun. I'm having fun. This is episode six. It's building up to be, in my opinion, a very good season. Well, they've hyped it enough. It should be. Well, this episode starts at the dinner that was finishing last episode where Luann is throwing a fit because she does not want the fish room. She's in recovery. That room reminds her of a hangover she had last year, and it's triggering. Get me the water. I need water. It's like like when she was like, oh, you know, it's the scene of the crime. I was hungover. Like, seriously, that's the reason you can't stay in a room? Like, she at this point, she's just making excuses not to be in the fish room. That's what it feels like to me. I don't think this is like an actual issue. Have you been hungover in your bedroom? Yes. And it is PTSD every time I lay down to sleep. But you don't see me requesting my roommate every night. Hey, can we switch rooms? I really can't sleep in the Eddie room tonight because, you know, I was really hungover there and it's triggering for me. Like what? Yeah, I really I wouldn't have anywhere to sleep if hangover has triggered me. But maybe it's different, though. Let's let's be sensitive for a second, Eddie. Luann okay. is going through recovery. It is a different animal. I know, but I think I think everyone's kind of calling bullshit on this one. And I, I hate to be like this, but like I am being sensitive. But I think Luann just doesn't want to sleep in the fish room. Yeah, and Luann just doesn't really I, want to sleep in the fish room. I think that's 100% the reason. I think she's being prissy. 
And okay, but hold on. Honestly, nobody wants to sleep in the fish room. Ramona I mean, didn't. Sonia didn't. Nobody does. Except Bethany for Bethany. Said straight, Bethany straight up said, I'll sleep in the fish room. Bethany's the only and, one. And I thought it was nice of Dorinda to give Bethany the nice room. Like, in case you forgot, where was it? Like, so Luann was supposed to sleep in the basement and she, like, thought about that and was, like, complaining about that last time. Honestly, I'm offended by how much these ladies are vocally, like, talking about how they hate a room in someone's house and they refuse sleep there. Like, Barbara does it later in the episode. It's insane. Like, this is so disrespectful. I would be so offended. I'd be like, I'm going to need something to cover up that shark. It's scary. I need something to cover it up. Dorinda. No, it's $15,000. Um, no, you better not. It's $12,000. You're not touching that thing. But even Ramona and Sonia, who gave Luann shit, they themselves were talking shit on the fish room. Oh, it's cold. It's ugly. It's this. It's that. Apparently, it's cold. It's, like, physically cold. I mean, whatever. I'll take the fish like, room. If I get to stay I'll at the, the Berserkers, I'll stay in the fish room. Well, Luann basically gets her way, and Ramona, or not Ramona, Dorinda gives her Hannah's room or something. She Or she trades with Tinsley or something like that. Yep. And basically, Luann gets what she wants. Tinsley takes the room that I think Barbara say. was going to have. Barbara gets put in the fish room. And then yeah. Luann gets Tinsley's room. So that means Tinsley has to pack up all her stuff because she got cozy. She she put her, all her stuff away, apparently. Folded clothes in the in the drawers. Good for her. That's impressive. I usually don't take my stuff out of the suitcase. And uh, I mean, she had to pack it you all don't? I, you don't? I usually take keep, your stuff? I usually keep it in the suitcase, yeah. Oh, I'm such like a drawers person. Like, yeah. I'll use it. And then sometimes I won't. Sometimes I'll literally just look like a bomb went off and I'll just have everything on the floor. Those are usually like fun vacations where I'm drinking and I really don't want to like get myself put together. But when I was traveling for work like two years ago, whatever, I would totally like draw it. Really? And you were traveling Hangers. frequently. Weren't you yeah, going like would... city by city every couple days? Yeah, every like every week. So like oh, I, would be, oh, okay. I would be like in a week in a place. So I like to get settled. But, like, they're at the Berserkers for, what, two days? See, I used to travel for conferences, and I'd go for two, three days max. And for me, it wasn't worth it. I'd take out my suit and my buttoned-up shirts. Those would go in the closet. Everything else I just kept in the luggage. I mean, we're not going to get into details of, like, how they travel and, like, weird idiosyncrasies, like, that they have or whatever. But, I mean, Sonia's saying it was embarrassing of Dorinda pushing over. And being like, oh, Luane can have the room. I thought that was kind of, like, rude. Because Dorinda, honestly, is trying here to make amends with Luann anyways that she can. And we see this later in the episode when they finally have a heart-to-heart. But, I mean, I don't think it was embarrassing of Dorinda. I think Dorinda was honestly shocked and disappointed. And was just like, I just want to push this out of the way, get it over with. And so she was like, I'm just going to do this. Which I think was the smart decision. Oh, yeah. I agree. It's not worth fighting over a fish room. Like, let's not turn this into a gate. We don't need fish room gate. We already have Lucy, Lucy, Apple, Juicy gate. Let's not get yeah. into this fish room thing. So yeah, let's just gate, put it to the side. Fish room gate's going to be terrible. And thankfully, I don't think it's become a gate. It's over. It's done with. By the way, did you catch that comment by Ramona at the dinner about Bethany? Oh my gosh, yeah. Where she was like, oh, how sad she, can she be? She's in Boston with another guy. Yeah. Like, she's like, what, what? what is Bethany, like queen or something? Like she's she's in Boston anyway with another guy. God, Ramona yeah. loves ki- kicking Bethany when she's down. 
it literally blows my mind. Like, I don't understand how she could be so rude to someone. It's just, it's sad to watch because it really shows you she, like, has no filter and does not care. Which I, I would really hope she'd have more tact, especially with her friends who are literally going through life-changing emotional situations. Like, it's just insensitive. It really makes, it puts a bad taste in my mouth, for sure. Totally agree. Come on, Ramon. Well, well, they all get up in the morning, kind of, to get their day started. Luann has basically private yoga in the morning that Dorinda set up for her That because Luann is literally pretending like she's queen of this house, of the Berserkshires, and requested yoga. Your ass is like two firm cherries. I mean, I loved that, but <laughs> what I loved even more was Ramona and Sonia clearly still waking up drunk from the night before, like sauntering down to the yoga and then Sonia literally like screaming and moaning the entire time she was doing yoga. She's like, Oh, this is, you know, this is why I like to be on the bottom now. This is why I can't be on top. Oh, this feels so good. Ah, I was like, dude, if I was doing yoga with them, I would be cracking up, dying, laughing. I do. I did a lot of yoga. I don't do a lot anymore. I would go like twice a day sometimes. And if that ever happened in a yoga studio, it would be like, hilarious it was i want to do private yoga with them now i i mean i'm loving sonia um but i was loving sonia even more when they go to Vern fort hall so after yoga and breakfast all the ladies at club berkshire's get on their tour to go to Vern fort hall which is actually a former estate of the morgans mrs AKA- morgan meet mrs morgan I thought that was hilarious. It was a really sweet gesture of Dorinda to do that to her and kind of show Sonia, like, part of her family's heritage. I mean, it's not her family. It's her husband's family. But she's, I mean, she uses the crest for her shoes. She's a part of the fam now. She's still part of the fam. She was on the board of the library. But this house did something to her. Like, she was straight up possessed. (laughs) Forget the Twilight Zone. Enter the Morgan Zone. It's way more frightening and surreal. The Morgan Zone is crazy. She literally was going to everything and was like, you know, this needs to have glass on it. This needs to have, like, they need to be taking better care of these antiques. Oh, I have these at home. Oh, And when she said it looked like her townhouse, I was like, the styling of the townhouse is identical to this estate. Like, I get where Sonia gets her taste from now. Oh, I need I need to see who's in this photo. Oh, why is it? Why aren't these letters behind glass, just like the Guggenheim Bible? Uh, what's going on here? Why isn't this furnished? Why isn't this finished? Sonia was having a mental breakdown, and Dorinda, bless her, she did this with the best of intentions, and it was so kind, but a horrible idea. Absolutely horrible because I literally something came over this woman. I mean, I was dying before she got like into the room with all the antiques when she was like, they're not exactly beauties, the Morgans, like looking at the (laughs) pictures and uh, and then she's like, but my daughter, she's beautiful. I think she's beautiful. I was dying. I was like, wow, her husband's family must be so happy right now that she like basically called the entire family ugly. Who said that Sonia was triggered? Because I totally agree with that person. It may have been Tinsley. I think it was Tinsley. And it's funny. We were just talking about whether or not Luann was legitimately fearful of being triggered by the fish room. They all should have seen this coming with Sonia. Something comes over Sonia when 
the Morgans come up in any capacity, whether it's like in the physical capacity, like here, or even when just somebody brings it up, like Dorinda last season, she turns into a different person. She literally goes crazy. Like the Morgan name is like something that she holds very dear, even though she's no longer officially part of the family. She's still very much involved with the family, but I mean, it was, I was glad that they got her out of, Burnfort Hall because it was she was going to become one with the house. She was never going to want to leave. I mean, she couldn't like leave the, the master bedroom. Remember, she could barely leave. Every time they tried to get her out, she'd re-enter. It was literally like the haunting of Hill House. Like she kept being called back. Like she was going to be the hanged lady, the or the bent bent neck lady of of Vernfort Estate. That was wild. I mean, she was truly manic in that moment. Not herself. Not present. Talking to herself. It was crazy. Yeah, it was Full intense. Full-blown crazy, Sonia. But, they, but we they love you, Sonia. We love you, Sonia. But uh, thankfully, everyone got you back to the house. and Where things got worse. <laughs> well, with her. But things got way better with Dorinda and Luann. So Dorinda finally sits Luann down and completely just owns up to everything and just apologizes because she really wants to mend this relationship between the two. And thankfully, Lou accepts the apology and they start actually, you know, start like decide to go on a better path. Like I was so happy this finally happened. Me too. And what have I been saying? If Dorinda just owned up to it wholly and sincerely, then Luann would accept it because Luann is actually really great at forgiveness. She forgives in a millisecond. And you saw her in the aftermath when people would ask her about it. She didn't even question it. She was like, Dorinda just gave me a very sincere apology. It was heartfelt, et cetera, et cetera. And I, and I believe it too. I really do think it was heartfelt. And like Dorinda said, they aren't going to go back to being just like family as they were before because they really were family. They were that yeah. tight for years and years. I want to say like, what was it, 17 years or something? I forget the number. They've been friends for a very long time. And as Dorinda said, it may not happen today, it may not happen in six months, but she wants to repair their relationship. And Luann even called it out and said, I'm so glad you apologized because I really never never felt that you had owned it originally. And Dorinda said, I didn't. She didn't own it. And that's the truth of the matter. She heckled the Giovanni. She heckled the Giovanni. <laughs> she did. And I know I was saying, you know, Defending her and saying she might have apologized in the past and like saying we don't know what happened off camera. This totally made me eat my words. She hadn't apologized and she finally did. And I'm happy that she finally did it because it's good to see Lou and Dorinda back together again. But when one friendship is repaired, another has to fracture. That's the Roni way. That's the Roni way. So we'll see who it is. But uh, they're all talking and they are nervous about who is going to tell Barbara she has the fish room because clearly it did not go well with Luann. So now they're trying to see who's going to be the easiest blow for Barbara. And they decide on Sonia because as Sonia said herself, yeah, Barbara loves me. Like, nope, state of fact. And I have to say when Barbara was talking to um, Sonia, she was getting very close. Like they were going to make out almost. And I was like, is this about to be like a relationship? Foreshadowing like, you know, so of things to come. We we know that Sonia likes to get frisky with anybody, and we also know that Barbara might have that same past. She even said it on her Twitter. 
She's a, she's a little bit bi. So, or, I mean, I would die if Sonia and Barbara, like, got together. I'm totally pulling this out of left field, but, like, miracles happen once in a while. Well, by the episode, by the end of the episode, Sonia wanted nothing to do with Barbara. She felt no like Barbara was trying to encroach on her territory. Yeah, and no, I feel like no one wanted to have to deal with Barbara because, I mean... Sonia is talking to Barbara about the room and Barbara's like, I don't want to live in this room. I want to leave. I can go get a hotel and apartment. I'll call an Uber right now. And then you have Ramona and Dorinda literally talking shit about Barbara right next to her in the pool. Like Barbara's like, Oh, or they're like, Oh, what is she wearing? Like, she looks so bad. Like I was dead at this. Like this was so high school. They were literally talking about her with her right there. Even Bethany turned on Barbara when she eventually showed up. Bethany arrives and she's talking to Dorinda and this actually like really like hurt me when she started talking about a star is born. Yeah, that came out of nowhere. I was like, huh, a star is born reference. Where is this going? And then it becomes really emotional. It got really dark, really quick. Now I have to admit, and I know people are going to be so mad. You're probably going to be mad. I've actually never finished that movie. Oh, really? Yeah, we went to the theater to go watch it, and some creepy guy started following one of my roommates. Oh, shit. And moved from the bottom of the theater to the top of the theater to sit next to us, and was, like, sat right next to her. It was the scariest thing. Oh, yeah, get the hell out of there. Right, yeah. Yeah, The girls left. I stayed. He followed them out. So I followed them out. It was so scary. So we left, like, a third of the way into the movie, so I've never finished A Star is Born. Before you guys come at me, that's the reason why I'll rent it or something this weekend. That's a legitimate reason. I mean, I don't know now if I want to watch it because I'll be thinking of Bethany and Dennis the entire time. I feel like I won't have a fresh watch. Still watch it. I mean, it may it may hit you a little harder even because of Bethany and Dennis, but it's a it's a good movie. Well, Bethany is pro fish room because she says she'll stay in there, and Dorinda doesn't want to do that to her, and she's basically saying like. Barbara needs to take the room. Barbara can't come in here and act like she owns the place because she doesn't. She's brand new to the group. Literally, Dorinda and Barbara got into a fight the week before. But, you know, it's it's just annoying that Barbara comes in and acts like she owns the world. I think I would be annoyed as well. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, she had a moment later in the episode where she wanted to sit at the head of the table. Yeah, what was that about? And then she tweeted... She tweeted and said that at her home, she lets guests sit at the head of the table so they feel important. Like, what? Which is fine. Everyone could do their own thing, but why would she sit at the head of the table? No, I think no offense to Barbara, but... I think that's BS and kind of condescending. Like, I'm going to let you sit at the head of the table in my house so you feel special. Like, who do you think you are, Barbara? Yeah, I'm not so sure about the reasoning, but I could see somebody feeling like, I don't care about the head of the table. I don't want to position myself there. I'm going to sit on the side and anybody could take the head. That's fine. I actually have no problem with that. But for Barbara to presume that she should be the head of the table, that's a little weird. Doesn't make sense. I just don't get why she should sit at the head of the table. I I don't don't understand it. I don't understand Barbara. (laughs) I think um, Sonia said later in the episode, right? You just came on the scene. So stop. Yeah. And that was in reference to the whole like Bethany situation, but we'll get there. Uh, but it applies here too. Barbara, you just came on the scene. And I know she is longtime friends with them. 
So it's a little bit different. It's not like a Tinsley situation. Although Tinsley yeah. is still treated as the newcomer, as we saw in this episode. She was at their that, beck and call, getting them rosé. She's their little sister. Like, I get that. She's younger She's younger than the rest of the cast. Oh, yeah. I'm not they're critiquing very, they're it. They're very protective of her. I kind of like the, her as the baby sister role. And I think she kind of likes it, too. She fits into it well. And I think she enjoys it more than she lets on. But I want to talk about what Bethany said about Luann. So... Dorinda tells Bethany about what Luann said about the room and her because basically Luann was like, you know, whatever about Bethany does she think she's queen, blah, 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 you know, the same old same. Okay, wait, Luann didn't say that. Ramona said that. But I thought Luann was like, yeah, why does she get the room? Yeah, it wasn't as offensive as Ramona, though. Okay. She did say like, oh, Bethany's coming tomorrow. Why should she get the room? Yeah, well, yeah, but but Luann, Bethany's really upset about this because remember, Bethany was one of Luann's angels. And we find out that Bethany was the one who paid for rehab. Right. And Luann left two weeks early to go do a cabaret show. No, That's I agree. Yes. I just wanted to make sure, I just wanted to point out that it wasn't as offensive as that. Yeah. And I don't think it was that offensive, but I agree with Bethany here. Luann is being a little ungrateful, and as Bethany outlined, Luann hasn't been there for Bethany in her time of need with Dennis passing, and like Bethany said, she's not expecting repayment, she doesn't need Luann to do certain things, but also don't be catty, and I think catty is a good way to describe it, because Luann didn't really talk shit about Bethany, she was just like, oh, why should she get the room, I should get the room, you know? She should have nothing negative to say about Bethany. I completely agree with that. Oh, yeah. No, it's it's. But I think we're starting to see, like I said, that Luann is becoming very full of herself again. Do you remember back when like she would be like, oh, if you're talking to the driver and giving him my name, it's, you know, Mrs. De La Seps. Like, oh, it's the Countess. Like she's getting back into that. Like we saw her so real and vulnerable last season and like. You know, it was so much fun. We love Lou. But, like, she's starting to leave a bad taste in my mouth. Like, I'm starting to be like, this bitch needs to get over herself. Yesterday. Luann is arrogant. That's the thing about Luann. But, like, she was so chill last season. And I think it's these freaking cabaret shows that she thinks she's queen of the world again. Oh, yeah. As she's saying, I can't believe I'm a cabaret star. I can't believe everyone loves me. Everyone's buying tickets to my show. I'm selling out. And the thing is, I think Luann's natural predilection is to be arrogant. She's kind of an egomaniac in that way. And last season's Luann, where she was self-deprecating and super self-aware and honest with herself, that was more of an outlier. It was a great Luann. I loved it. But as Dorinda said, you kind of have to take Luann for what she is. And she lacks self-awareness. And once you understand that, you you realize that it isn't really harmful because in the aggregate, Luann isn't like a totally bad person. She's actually like a decent friend. She's definitely self-absorbed. But like I've said, she's really great at forgiving other people who wrong her. She apologizes pretty quickly if she wrongs other people. But hell yeah, she's uh, got a ton of hubris, which is annoying. I agree. Like Bethany said, I wanted new Lou. Mm-hmm. And this is seeming a lot like old Lou. So I'm with Bethany on this. Who would have thought I'd be team Bethany after I was so anti-Bethany <laughs> with the Carol fight? Things change, people. I can change my mind. Um, 
So the ladies are getting ready for dinner and they are greeted by a chef and a, what was it? Butt naked chef. Is that what his name was? Bare naked, bare butt naked. naked. What was it? I, it's one of, I think it's bare naked, but I was dying. Cause this first chef walks out and he's like this old, like fat guy. And then the, like the hot young chef comes out and Sonia was like, Oh, I'm good. It was first guy came out and I was like, that's not as advertised. I was, dying i was like only sonia would like really point that out <laughs> i love sonia sonia was on one this episode yeah so while this guy's cooking dinner and getting his um his booty booty in the booty in the bacon uh sonia starts drinking and as she lets people know oh she had already started anymore. drinking eddie but yes oh well, i mean she'd been drinking but she starts <laughs> drinking drinking and so she tells everyone i don't drink anymore so when i drank I, I drink. drink. <laughs> if if Armin, if that ain't me, if that ain't me, because you know that's how I roll. I'm like, you know, I'm I don't drink that much anymore. But when I drink, I, go I drink. For it. I drank, which is why I connected so much with her. And everyone just being like, oh, just you need to have the water. You need to have some water. Like Bethany, like you can't drink that until you have a glass of water. But I also loved when they were in Bethany's room. And Bethany comes to the realization that Sonia is going to have one of those nights. And Bethany's, Bethany's like, you know what? I am ready for one of these nights from Sonia. It happens every once in a while. And I'm here for it. I'm loving it. Because, you know, back in the day, Bethany didn't always love it. And she was once on a crusade to get Sonia to stop drinking, if you remember. Back in I season seven and season eight, she was saying Sonia has a huge drinking problem. Sonia categorically denied it. Anyway, they've come to a place where Sonia actually legitimately doesn't drink that much. Last season, she really didn't drink very much. Um, and Bethany's like, you know what? I could get into this. Let's do this. <laughs> and then no, that's, yeah. when, that's when Sonia starts getting really grabby with Bethany. And she starts to think that Barbara is trying to steal Bethany away from her. And she's like, don't fuck my girlfriend. Stop. Don't fuck my girlfriend. You just came on the scene. She's my girl. I'm sleeping with Bethany tonight. Oh, man. Sonia was great this episode. Honestly, Sonia was amazing. And my favorite part was when she held Coco hostage, the dog. And they're like, Sonia, put down the dog. It was hilarious. It, lo- it looked like she was going to tear the dog in half. I had no idea what she was going to do. She was blacked out. <laughs> she like, like picked the dog out. up and like stretched the dog all the way out. And the dog looked frightened. Everyone was like, what the fuck yeah, is Sonya going to do? The dog was not moving. The dog was like, one wrong move and I'm gone. Oh my gosh. That was crazy. Put the dog down. And then that's when Barbara started to call her cuckoo. She's like, cuckoo, cuckoo. And Sonya's like, you're a cuckoo. Oh, man, Sonia was all over the place. And she really was all over the place. But after this, she starts talking about how the letters weren't under glass and starts and and then starts talking about how someone, I can't remember who, touched Dorinda. the letters. Dorinda. Dorinda touched the letters. And that's when she goes into full meltdown. Load. She's like, you do not touch the letters. You do not touch the Morgan letters. What? With her hands reached out, looking like she was like trying to choke Ramona, but she wasn't actually. But her hands were like outstretched, pleading to the gods, don't touch the letters, don't touch the letters. And then she starts legitimately bawling, like not just a few tears, like she was full blown done. 
She was so upset. I was shocked. And Dorinda wasn't there to see it because her and Luann went outside to have a cigarette. I, d- I don't know what's going to happen next episode. It's where we get the infamous Instagram story. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm stoked. I, I, I don't even know where Sonia is going to go at this point. I mean, I know at one point she falls asleep on the pool table. But we don't see Barbara in those videos, I don't think. So maybe she, she went to the fish room. Maybe she just wanted it. Maybe she got put on timeout because that's what she deserves. Because I'm not liking Barbara right now. But I'm loving Sonia. Eddie, this episode was fantastic. It gave you everything you wanted. It gave me everything and more. And I cannot wait for next week. And I cannot wait to recap it. So if you guys don't want to miss us talking about the Instagram story, what happens to Sonia, where Barbara goes. Make sure you guys are subscribed on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, and Spotify. And if you guys want to tweet with us or look at our Instagram, you can follow us by searching Hot and Bravo. That's H-O-T and B-R-A-V-O-D. Armin, how can they find you? At Armin Mahram. And I'm Eddie Estrada. We will see you next time.